Hi, and welcome to the 10th ever episode of The Sound of Not Getting Laid, where we're asking the question, do women really hate prog rock? My guest this week is a woman, Anna Maria Pinna. Here, Anna confessed to her past life as a guidette. Listen to her spot-on categorization of Rammstein. Marvel at her description of Rush as pumping in mail. Oh my. All this and more on The Sound of Not Getting Laid. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Bacon. Bacon. Even vegetarians want it. Hi, welcome to The Sound of Not Getting Laid, where we're asking the question, do women really hate prong rock? Let's find out. Uh, my guest today is... Anna Maria Pena. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Good. Very How well. old are you, Anna? I'm an ancient Egyptian sorceress, so I'm very, very old. Okay. So you've heard this music before. I have heard this music before. <laughs> I've heard a lot of different music before. And uh, what do you Through do? the ages. Um, I am the leader of a band called Vajra. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, we're calling it Gypsy Rock. Gypsy okay. Metal, sorry. Gypsy Metal. Gypsy in- Metal, yeah, because it, it is... Gypsy rock may may sound like, you know, Django Reinhardt plugged yeah. in his guitar. No. It's not that, because <laughs> no. I've heard it. Yeah. And it's fantastic, Thank but it's you. something else. Yeah, Sylvia Massey had coined, she said, yeah, dar- I was like, I don't even know what to call it. She said, dark, melodic, progressive rock with Eastern Indian themes. And we've kind of steered a little bit away from that because we've gone in, a, in, a, in other directions that we just don't want to be pigeonholed into one category and we're not entirely we talked about this Prague or <laughs> not we don't sit within the Prague we're on the fringe of Prague yeah right? I mean who, who, who these days is really doing Prague rock anymore I mean it's always Prague is an element it's a, it's, a, it's an element of some other fusion it's a spice I mean if you're gonna color. go and do British Prague rock from the 70s you're gonna be dated and no one's gonna pay attention and but but yes I I definitely when I was listening to the music I definitely heard uh, elements of Prague, and I heard the influence, and that's fantastic, and that's exciting to me, because you know I love this stuff. Uh, but it's cool stuff. It is. I think so. <laughs> but we're, it's not about what I think. It's about <laughs> what the ladies think here. So, um, where are you from? I um I grew up in Poughkeepsie, New York. Uh huh. Um, went to college uh, at Fordham in the city here. In the, in the Bronx. Really? Yeah. My uncle was a linguistics uh, professor there. Oh, cool. Back in the 60s. Very cool. And then he took acid, <laughs> and he ran away to India. He left his wife. Well, that comes... I, I lived in India for several years. Did you? Yes. Okay, maybe you know him. No. Oh, good. Yeah, he's a <laughs> terrible human being. Oh, no. <laughs> so I also lived in uh, New Orleans. I went to law school in New Orleans. Wait a minute, law school. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lawyer in the house. <laughs> what kind of law did you study? Um, well, you uh, you study common law, or you study um, oh, geez, and now I'm going to zone out. The, the more of a European uh, type of the way they follow law. Now I'm zoning out on what that's called, um, but it's through codal base, or it's the difference is through case law or through codes. Uh-huh. And Europe is more code based, and we're here more case based, judicial based. I see case law. Um, uh, so I studied the U.S. stuff because I knew sure. I was, you know, and, and in New Orleans, actually, it's still codal based. And then I uh, studied all uh, I studied for a semester in, in Italy and in Siena. So I lived there for summer, um, lived in uh, San Francisco for uh, half of a summer 
and um, and then India first for several years. And then several years. Several years, five years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And and here I am, <laughs> back here in New are. York. <laughs> Always back in New York. It's like the magnet that keeps. <laughs> pulling me back well, and then I, mean, I come out and then it keeps yeah right well, back. <laughs> it, is a, it is a very global city you know like I, I have some Instagram pen pals that are live in Italy or live in Russia and you know they, they, they talk about oh you live in America and Trump and well I live in New York City it's really its own country that's true it's not like no. you go two hours upstate yeah, you go to Poughkeepsie it's different super redneck yeah it can be anyway. Yeah, it can be. Yeah. But I mean, you know, I have friends up there, and like in, in Red Hook and uh, yeah. Rhinebeck. It, it can be very liberal and progressive up there as well. Yeah. A lot of New York City transplants. Yeah, up there. Yeah. yeah. Which is a weird thing for for people when we like when we grew up. You know, over there we were like all this New York City folk. You know, it was like all this hoity-toity. Right, you know, right. and it was. Where are you a, going, city boy? Yeah. So <laughs> weird, but that's the way we used to think. Yeah, yeah. You know, and now I'm one of them. I'm like, oh, Jesus, people are looking at me like this. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting take, but it's cool that I have both experiences, you know, that yes. I can understand both experiences. Well, you have many experiences. I mean, you've been all over the states and the world, so um, you're bringing that back to New York. That's right. Excellent. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what were you listening to in high school, college years? Oh, Okay, so this is going to be a shocker for everybody. I went through a Guidat phase. I know what that means. Because <laughs> I live in Bay Ridge. I know what a Guidat is and a Guido. Do you remember freestyle? Uh, graffiti? Breakdancing? <laughs> what are we talking about? Well, uh, it was like dance music. It was pop and dance music. Um, so it was a genre. Of, you're talking about a genre of music. Yeah, okay. sub like a sub-genre even. <laughs> um, and, and pop, I listened to a lot of pop. You know, I, Michael Jackson and Madonna were huge. I was just listening. Last night I was watching an interview with Prince. He was a huge influence in my life. And um, Motown. Was a, yeah. It was a very big influence. My dad used to listen to Motown, so I'd, listen, I'd hear that. And, uh, and my dad would listen. My, parent, well, my dad mainly would listen. My mom really didn't listen to much music. Um, she would listen to 40 stuff. Yeah, no, no music for my mom. She's like, it's noise for her. All music. All music. She's in her own world. So she, she's basically like she'll listen to 40s and 50s th- stuff, I think, mainly. Like and jazz or like no, Sinatra? like Sinatra. Oh, that's jazz. You know. Ish. Yeah, or, or, you know, stuff from... Um, Perry Como. Yeah, Perry Como. Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Yeah, things like this. So. I love this stuff, too. You know, and I love the 40s stuff and the 30s stuff, the 20s yeah. stuff. I mean, it's cool. Right. Very cool, but that's, that's the limit. That's what goes on in the car. If music is on, it gets turned down very, very low. Uh-huh. Because it's just noise, and it's um, background. It's, she doesn't even want it in the back. She'd rather have silence. <laughs> and she's very proper. So my my mom was raised upstate in upstate New York. Um, her parents are Sicilian, and okay. my grandfather came over from Sicily. And the grandmothers were my grandmother was born here, but both grandfathers were, and both grandmothers were. It's weird. So both, all all like, from Sicily. Both well, my dad's side is Napolitan, but both grandfathers okay. were from Italy, and then both grandmothers were born here. But everybody's 100 percent Italian, mm-hmm. and um, he was a, uh, he owned trucking businesses. Of course he did. 
So say no she, more. She, um, yeah, he started. He didn't have a high school education. Trucking, in air quotes. <laughs> I think Jimmy Hoffa was a very good friend of his. Oh, sure. Yeah. But um, so you know, but he was. Um, Do they know where he's buried? <laughs> you know, in my in my family. So if anybody knows the Italian American things, you don't ask. And if yeah, you ask, you don't get not. the real answer. Right. You know, so so she um, he raised himself up from nothing. You know, his father was a janitor at a bank. And uh, to, to owning, like I said, these businesses and then went and lived in New Hartford and you know, stri- came from nothing. A really, really cool, cool man. And um, so she had Pull, everything. Pulling up the bootstraps type stuff. Yeah. Yep. And she had everything. She had, a, she had a, you know, diamond ring at 16 and the coming out party. It was very proper and, you know, coming best out, but dressed. like a debutante. Debu- I guess. I mean, that's usually what those, that's that, what that means. means. I don't know if that's what it means in Italian culture here in New York, but... I, 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 you they know, had money. I, they had money. And I, I mean, we didn't, I didn't grow up with that, you know, because my dad came from right. the Bronx and didn't even have a bedroom. So right. I, again, I have both sides, you know, this fact. So mom is very proper and ladies don't go to mom, bars. And what is that you're wearing? And uh, it's trashy. And, you know, that's my mother. So um, right. and, music. And, and she's saying that, what, what does she think about what you do? Wasting my life. Okay. She doesn't. I said, Mom, you don't understand. Is, is she? How old is she? She's older than my dad. She's um, 70s, 73. 70s. Okay. 72. So she's older than my mom. She got married late. She used to. She got. She got married late. She used to travel around. The, she would travel around the world by herself. She went. Oh, that's she went. She'd go to Europe by herself. She went to Brazil. I think some, had some girlfriends that she went with uh-huh. or something. A jet like setter. She was a jet setter. She was really cool. She had the money to do that, and she had the freedom. And she that, had the freedom, and she had the vision. She just like I'm traveling, and this is what you know. What and she said, you need to travel in order to understand to really be a, a woman or a man. She said, you need to understand what it means to live outside of your comfort zone. So yeah. she gave that to me. You know. I I it. it now that you're saying that, that totally makes sense, and it totally fits with your personality. I don't know yes. you that well, but we've been talking, and you know, that's it cool. seems like we're cut from the same cloth. That's cool. And yeah. Uh, yeah. so that's really cool that you had a mom that was uh, progressive that way. Yeah. That speaks to how you are as an artist. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Yeah, it's cool. You know, but so she gives me that, but then she gives me the other end of the spectrum, which is very. Societal. What, is, what will uh-huh. they think? Right. And you know, it's weird. Does she like, you know, like keeping up appearances? Ke- oh, keeping up appearances. Yeah. It's huge. That's right. I remember buying. I was always very much interested in music from from a very early age, and I would remember going to the record store and buying forty fives. Yeah. And uh, of my. Favorite well, first. you talked about Michael Jackson. And I loved Michael Jackson, and I loved Madonna, and I loved Van Halen, and I loved um, uh, Prince. Prince, I, I would choreograph, so I started dancing when I was three, and so I would choreograph when I was uh, in elementary school a dance to Let's Go Crazy with Another Little Girl, uh-huh. and, we, and, I, and we performed it. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, ridiculous. Do you have video of this somewhere? We don't have the video. Oh. My parents never took video. 
they never there were school teachers they didn't have any money so the, uh-huh. they never bought a camera video well, camera. it was a luxury back then it was a luxury my uncle had one but it was like you had a shoulder mounted camera <laughs> and a unit that weighed 50 pounds it was like you had to be a soldier like the phones yeah exactly <laughs> you had to be a soldier to carry all that gear and, and, and then he'd also have the, you know the 35 millimeter and all you know yeah. he, he was good at documenting that stuff yeah. he's got he's got 8 millimeter film that's so cool of me you know and that's stuff so like cool. that yeah. we, have none, we have nothing like that it's, it's it sucks but yeah so that's it so I just kind of listened and uh, I, my favorite first song was I'll be working my way back to you babe yeah with a burning um, love inside I, I love that no it, who is that it was like uh, not the Temptations or one of those bands with like ten guys singing you know? <laughs> well probably three or four but yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I can't remember but um yeah, but that one, and then I loved Crystal Gale because I had very long hair, and I used to sit on my hair, and so I liked Crystal Gale because she had very long hair. And then I, my grandmother used to listen to Johnny Cash. Hello, I'm Johnny and Cash. And so I yeah. liked Johnny Cash. Nice. Yeah, because he was dark and mysterious. I really thought he was cool. The Spinners. That's who did that, yeah. They, I think they were a Philadelphia band, no? I don't know. But then high school, and it got a little bit into like some of the 80s rock stuff. But um, but not like. Um, well, I guess when I was really young, I guess on the radio, I think I probably heard some Motley Crue stuff that I liked. <laughs> uh, I'm trying now. I'm going back because I was really like shout of the devil. Really young, right? Yes. Listening to that, but I thought that they were really cool. And then um, Bon Jovi, you know, that was really cool. Very brave of you to admit that. I know. I know. know. People are going to listen to this and go, oh, we have now a totally different view of her. No, Um. no. Come on. You know, we all all have those guilty pleasures in our past and and those bands that, you know. I was young. I was young. I was stupid. I didn't know any better. I used to listen to Rat. Come on. Rat. Oh round and round, round. where love will find a way, just give it time. Time, time, time. Round and round, <laughs> what goes around comes, comes around. around. I'll, I'll tell, tell you why. Why, why. I like it, you're doing the echo. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, and then somebody got me into yes, uh, but, but just All right, let's curse. talk about that. That was just a very Who got you cursory. into yes? So I didn't have any older siblings, but... Um, we went like my I think my parents do you have siblings I do I have um, a brother and we're one year and five one year and five days apart so I think that we went to some like my parents were teachers so we went to some like event where one of the teachers was holding like some party and and they were all hanging out and and there was this older well, there's two instances. There's one guy that got me involved with Pink Floyd, and then one guy who got me involved with Yes. Okay. And so he played Yes, and I'm like, that's really cool, and I like that song. The owner of a lonely yes. heart. Yes, and yeah, because that. I listened to the radio all the time because I was a kid, I loved it. Yeah, I mean, it's a great. It's You're a like, great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a great song. I I love that album. Uh, what is it? Nine zero one two five. Uh, it's not the yes we're going to talk about today. We're talking about more seventies yes, uh, but you know it has its merit. So that's what you know 
got me on 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 a little bit of a yes kick, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. and then the my babysitter's son, who is I guess you know he was a lot older than me. He was in high school or whatever. Um, got me involved with Pink Floyd, and so um, I just thought they were really cool, and maybe his enthusiasm for the band was really infectious. Mm-hmm. And so what albums are you talking? It about? was I think the Wall. Oh yeah. And um, oh, yeah. I, I don't even know whether or not that had just come out, or I don't time-wise, I don't even know if that was when that came out. But I know that he loved that. Seventy-nine, eighty. They think they re- recorded it in seventy-nine. Came out in nineteen eighty. I remember seeing that in the window of the record store right here on Eighty-sixth Street. Going, what's that about? That's really cool. He was like, yeah. you, the wall. He's like, you got to like, listen to the wall, the wall. And I was like, it's, all right. It, it <laughs> is huge. It is huge. You know. I mean, that's deep for a kid to be listening to. I had, you know, and I, I didn't really understand a lot of the stuff, but for so, I was excited by it. There mm-hmm. was something that I was just really excited about. It was very about. different. So what do you primarily listen to now? I've been listening a lot to um, post-rock stuff. So the Russian circles, if these trees can talk, um, uh, with our arms to the sun, they just put out a new album. They're friends of mine. They're really cool guys. Um, a lot of that stuff. So it's instrumental mainly. Really? And yeah. Oh, I, I need to. I yeah. Need to into that. Clue you into the stuff. It's really cool. What else have I been listening? Well, like last night again with the Prince stuff. You know, listening to a lot of that, and that's been inspiring. Um, Trying to think. Fever Ray is still always with Fever Ray. So she's okay. at a, a st- are you familiar with no. Stockholm? She's Swedish. She's, uh, she, she did a, ba- a dance uh, band, like a dance thing with her, dance music thing with her brother called The Knife. I'm not really into that, but her stuff is really dark um, and, and heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they used one of her songs um, in the Viking soundtrack on... on um, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's her. War it's so good. It's so good. And Wardruna so as well. Wardruna is um, a really cool. They've done, they've done a lot of so I got into that stuff. And that's stuff. like similar. And that's in the it, that's also in the Vikings. Oh. A lot of that music is it's Wardruna. I'm like, "Oh my god, Wardruna's got like making yeah. gold with this stuff. That's awesome for them." Yeah, I didn't know anything about that stuff. My yeah, mom and I started cuz my mom is a big history buff. Oh, so cool. we've been watching that together. Yeah. And we were both at certain points like, "Wow, the music for this is really good." Yeah. Cuz it's Wardruna. Modern, but it speaks to the traditional Scandinavian thing. Yeah, you know? the intro song is Fever Ray, but most of the music in that series is Wardruna, if not okay. all of it. I don't okay. know for sure. But Beautiful stuff. Yeah, it's really great. So Super well produced. Yeah. I love it. And they do it live on stage. They do all this. Yeah. It's so good. So I've been listening a lot to that stuff. PJ Harvey, I've been listening to. Uh, love her. Yeah. She's coming back to Brooklyn. I'm I know. I saw that she's doing some shows. Yeah. Catatonia, they're coming here. Fantastic. Um, so Catatonia, Opeth. Um, uh, I don't know that. Opeth also, it's weird because I'm naming a lot of bands from Sweden right now. But yeah, they're Swedish, Stockholm. But I can see how that ties into what you guys do. Does it? I don't even know. It does, it does because it's more... Um, I don't want to say folksy, but uh, tribal. Tribal. Primal. Primal is yeah. a better word. Yeah. Speaks, speaks to the internal human condition. That's what I hear. And I yeah. to me, it sounds like Native American music. You know? Right. Again, 
speaks to the internal condition as opposed to what we're hearing on pop radio now which is just contrived I can't do it bullshit. you know I just can't do it it's yeah. weird and it's weird because like my early influences were pop based but you know the stuff that really gets me going is is this kind of stuff and yeah. and you know I still listen to Tool in a Perfect Circle you know all the time mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and that sort of and then um, I uh, what's the other band oh Isis you know the old Isis from the Isis the band but they're defunct now um always always listening to that band so whenever I, you say Isis I don't think of terrorists I think of Bob Dylan okay. I married Isis on the 5th day of May <laughs> good night hold on to her very long nice <laughs> Yeah, I, I'll I'll play them for you too. They're really good. They're they're they're. I saw them their last. Yeah, we're, show was we're gonna Melvin's. have to do a, an email exchange. Yeah, music about music. a lot of this stuff. So yeah, so that's that. Those are my main go tos. I'd say right now. The first uh, song we're gonna listen to yeah. is King Crimson. Yeah. In the court of the Crimson King is the album. Yeah. The song is 21st Century Schizoid Man. Okay. What did you think? I think it's amazing. I love that. Drumming is just sick. I mean, you can hear the influence in Tool. It's extremely apparent. Oh, totally. Everything, right? I mean, it's it's. You can hear the even in heavy metal. It had a big influence. You know, I can see this having a, a very, very much of an influence on Opeth and Sone, actually. So. I have no idea what the lyrics are because I don't hear they're, lyrics. They're, they're, I don't. He, I hear music. That's I interesting that you say that. I, I can't hear it unless you I. You hear really music read. first, and then you listen to lyrics later. I, I can't even. He, I can't always even differentiate words. I have to read them to find out what they're saying. Right. It's just weird. Well, thing. and these were distorted, but you can. Most. But there's lyrics. not. Ma- there's not many of them. Most lyrics, I can't. There's yeah. three verses, and they're they're ambiguous. Yeah. There's a reference to napalm, so maybe it's about Vietnam, but it's not. Cat's foot, iron claw, yeah. No, it's hard for me. It's very, um, yeah. Politicians, funeral pyre. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Le- re- reading this, it does seem like Vietnam. It, it's Vietnam, but, but it's also open for interpretation. Which it's is not, good. It's not super specific. That's, that's the way to go. You don't want to be mundane. You want everybody to, you know, and right. the, and the, and to think of multiple things at the same time and how they relate and that into the lyrics. You know what right. I mean? That's I think part of the process. Right, I, th- right. Otherwise, I mean, it could your your process can be it can be as simple as just you want to talk about the pen, but sometimes right. when you say you want to talk about this pen and how and then you're like, oh, but you know what? The mic kind of relates to the. Pen, or maybe you know, to the maker's mark <laughs> bottle. You know, <laughs> that's a little more right. obvious because the yes, pen says maker's it is mark. Actually, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like that's. I think that that's the. Uh, it opens it up. It opens it up. But yeah, I never hear. Yeah. Li- I never and can never hear lyrics. I can't I, hear them. I'm the same way. I've been listening to these songs for years. Yeah. And when I started this podcast, people start asking me about the lyrics. I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know what they are. I don't even know names of songs that I listen to. Like even, like I do know that, but I, I yeah. don't. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. Right. I just listen. It's weird. It's a very and I just think of well, it, it be, as it probably speaks to the, the kind of 
headspace you're in. You know, you're, you're, you're yeah. more melodically and uh, harmonically uh, based. That makes sense. Yeah, you know, when I was doing the album, my parents were like, well, we can't really hear what you're saying. And I'm like, well, you know, I don't want you to really necessarily focus on what you hear where we're going you know like but they don't they don't they don't think like that you know? right they don't, they're not musicians they don't have a musician's ear they don't right. they want to hear what you're saying and they want it to be clear and enunciated right and you they know. want you to be Perry Como. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's yeah. interesting you know because yeah. but but I was like but the, that that's an interesting point because how do people listen how do they hear it depends on the person yeah so uh, when when you told me that, I was like, okay, she listens like I do. Yeah, I have to I physically st- read the lyrics, and right. then I forget. I have to have them here, and I actually have to have the music playing so I can hear right. how it's being said in when, the music. It's weird. Which it's is so, part I of why. Ret- am I retarded? <laughs> no, you're not. You just, your brain just works differently. Yeah. This is the way people listen to music in the 70s and the late 60s. Um, yeah, the album cover, you looked at it, you read it while you listened to it. It was an activity, you know. So how do we bring that back, to, you know, nowadays? I mean, I... Well, vinyl is really making a big comeback. We're going to try to do that with our EP, the next, this trilogy series, with this series of three EPs. We're going to try to do that where we're, we're we've got a, a, you know, vinyl now accompaniment. Yeah. With our first album, we were audio-centric, but now with this second stuff, we are being trying to to be more audio-visual. And, and we just did this video, and, you know, it really works. to It, it brings another element to the music, you it know? Does. So it does. Yeah, so, and I but really it, like that. But you have that. to decide, like, is that where you want to go? Do you want to divide? Do you want the focus to be twofold or do you want it to be primarily audio i think and then yeah i think the uh, visual sec because that's how mtv started the visual was secondary secondary well we when we did the music we didn't have the visuals right we just did we just did the music okay so then it is audio centric i guess it yeah. started like that but now we just put, put this on and we're like whoa you know it's like the 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 icing on the cake, you know, like you can add another dimension to it. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's it. So I don't know. I'm really happy. We'll see uh, it used happens. to be that you know when these guys were making music, there was no MTV. No. You know? Which brings us to our next song. Look at look at these guys. <laughs> Genesis, Nursery Crime is the album. The song is the return of the giant hogweed. Oh my God. Jeez. Yeah, uh, let it be known that he's got hair. Anna just pointed to Phil Collins. He's got hair with his Amish beard and hair. I don't know. Anyway, um, return of the giant hogweeds. Here we go. <laughs> See accents, and it's still same pulse. This is what I think a lot of people don't hear in Prague. They just hear all these things and, ta- you know, like tangents of instruments coming out and coming out, you know, doing, hitting different rhythms and hitting these different spaces, exploring these different spaces. But I don't, I always hear a unity.
that's another thing that strikes me about this music is at, at there's, there's very specific points where they could have just stopped and they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> da, da, da. Ba, da, da. Yeah, we, we, we do that, too. I like doing that. Yeah. It's a surprise. It's fun. Again, surprising the ear, you know? Right. Well, and, and that's a big part of prog rock is, and I've had people in that are not into it, and they say, uh, well, you know, I don't like the fact that I don't know where it's going. It's not predictable. Right, it's not predictable. And I'm like, well, that's what I like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so what did you think of that? It's pretty amazing. It's yeah. really dense. Uh, Is it something you would uh, seek out? Yeah, Having because been, would, would, super, you, would you listen to this album? I would listen to after it, today. Yeah, I would listen to it, but I'm I, I'm more um, analyzing how they're doing what they're doing because it's so tight and so good. Right. Right. Um, from a musician's ear, right. I'd say. Yeah. Um, You're coming from that that perspective, whereas the other one just moves like moves me, like you know. The first one was it, it just struck just, a uh, the rhythms. I yeah. just every I don't know their rhythms. Just oh I don't know something always gets me. I don't know, but um, this you know the keyboard I think you know throws me a little bit. Um, How do you mean? It it's it it's a personal thing me? for me where I have to like Getty Lee's voice. You know, you don't just automatically like say, "Yeah, that's awesome." You know, like you have to kind of warm to it, and that's you know, it's the same kind of thing with this, you know with the keyboards. Uh, I don't know why that is, but you know, like it's. Um, Something like, all right, I hear you there, and then like, but then we gotta hold on, listen to what he's playing. You know, that's really right. good. Right. You know, so like I. So it was a bit um, objectionable for you. Uh, like you, were, you as were, a, as a listener, it put you off a little bit. As a listener, I have to digest that. Yeah, I have to like actually digest that. It's not something that I'm like, oh, it's fucking amazing. You know, it throws me off the the keyboards. I don't know why that. It's just a okay, personal weird thing. So it didn't put you thing. off, but maybe it was a little work. It was. To it's to work. It. It's work. Right. Um, when I listen to that, they're so fucking tight. It sounds so good. And how they're doing, putting these different pieces together and like they're managing to keep the pulse and they're just so right there with each other and exploring, like we said, the frontiers. And then, but still coming back to that space. And that um, I, I can learn a lot from, I feel, listening to that. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's where I come from with, with that piece okay fantastic i could learn a lot <laughs> that's great <laughs> just that's great yeah next up yeah uh yeah. 1971 okay uh yes oh, wow. roundabout look at that um <gasps> this is where I want that. we added some visual aids just to illustrate how theatrical I they want could be. This. There's Rick sitting oh. sitting in his Morticia Adams chair. It, like, okay, he's on stage here. That's you ridiculous. get that. But here he is, you know, just hanging out. Someone's waiting. He's waiting for someone to bring him tea Stop in his it. gold sequin cape and Stop. his Morticia Adams wicker chair. I love it. I yeah. love every minute of it. 
Oh, there's this whole new thing now, and I don't know if it's Japan or China. Moose knuckle? There's like, you know how the people wear pads to make their butt look bigger? But here's a new thing. It's, it's a pad that makes you look like you have camel toe. Why I would you know. want that or need that? I don't know. Why? What? It's a, I don't It's really know. a thing? It's, it's a really, fashion it, thing you got to look it up. It's, it's a real thing now. I don't have to look it up. <laughs> I can just forget that you ever said that because I've had enough to drink that I won't remember this. Yeah, it's true. Come on. It's true. It's really true. Come on. Yeah, yeah, no, they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Instead of that yeah, is just a, a real camel toe. You can have. I'm gonna a go out on a limb and say that's just stupid. Toe. Just stop it. Stop you know, it. I don't know. People are wanting to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, understand. No. I'm mortified if no. I like. Oh my god! Does it look like I have a camel toe? Oh my god! And just make sure that this right. stuff pulled down. It was a thing that happened in the '70s because you were too high. And your pants were too tight, and you didn't realize someone was taking a picture. Jesus. But now. I know, they're doing it. All right, so. Uh, Owner of a lonely heart. We're not going there. <laughs> know, we, can, we can go there after this, if you'd like to hear that. We're going to go to uh, 1971. Let me see this album. Um, Fragile. Okay. Uh, the song is Roundabout. I wonder if this is the album that he was showing me when I was little, you know? It's kind of the quintessential Yes album. It had to Which is why I chose it. And this is the, most of the songs we're listening to here are Prog Rock 101. Yeah. Uh, So. Had to have been. Yeah, it was probably this one. But let's hear it. any hard rock at all like any except I mean what do you I mean you're not gonna put uh, okay. on Slayer I've, you know you're not I was just gonna say I've had sex to Slayer really yes <laughs> yeah I don't know but Slayer know? Slayer more so than I think I don't know that Genesis song cause it's primal it's 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 primitive <clears throat> sex it's not gonna be I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm just analyzing. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, winging this. I, I don't know. No, you know, I, I, th- I think you have a on the point. Fly. Yeah, I think you have a point. Um, you know, like you might Rammstein. All those guys, they're like jizzing on the crowd at the yeah, same time. Yeah, so. yeah, that's true. I, lo- I love them. They're fucking awesome. But Rammstein. Oh my God, I was studying in Italy, and, and MTV Europe came on. Oh, I had I it on. I love that you mentioned Rammstein. I love them. They're coming. To, they're playing actually in the spring. I think they're coming mm-hmm. to Long Island. And and you know and I, and and, I, and the song came on. I was like, what the fuck is that? And then uh, it was uh it was Du Haas, and I was like, this. Oh my god, this is awesome. I loved it. But you know, even there's a definable beat. But then again, that's you know, it's like another. It's really fast. It's really male. It's very pushing. It's very. It's very yeah, it's very male. Yes. You know, a push. It's it's not. You're not working with female subtle body. You know, whereas no, with, no, not at all. No, and with jazz, you're not 
you're working with more, I think, subtle body energies. I think. Yes. But even yes. in Prague, you think you're, they're working with subtle body energies because they're traveling Well, because there's down elements of jazz in it yes. and there's elements of classical. Yes. And that speaks to that, too. Yes. So, yeah. But yeah. I think with, well, I can't, I was going to say, maybe, you know, there's a lot of things going on. It's chock full of flavor and color and shapes and and shapes right that's a great word yeah we'll talk about that later concerning cds versus vinyl uh i just this is so awesome next up this is an awesome cover emerson lincoln palmer this is so awesome this cover you know you know who did this artwork no uh geiger i was gonna say geiger looks like geiger he really did it yeah who was the art director for Aliens? Get out of town! Uh, so, and, and you know, beautiful die cut artwork here. So, dun dun dun! So, that's, that's very, very bold. <laughs> yes. Look at the filter they got on there. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's what a lot of people say. How much Vaseline was on oh that lens? Oh my god, what's that all about? I don't know. So, this is uh, 1973. I think. Uh, Emerson, Lincoln, Palmer. Uh, the, the album's called uh, Brain Salad Surgery. Uh, we're going to listen to uh, Carnival 9, Impression 1, Part 1. Will he be there? Will he? Many thanks and a garland of Martian fire flowers. He what? will be there. <laughs> <laughs> See, I want to dance this. Interesting you say that because some people have heard this and said, How can I dance to this? Oh, kidding me? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> See, these things make me feel good about myself doing these podcasts. Well, um, it's educational. <laughs> it is. And it's it totally spiritual no, I, journey. I, I just like talking to people, especially cool. interesting people. It's cool. We're going somewhere. We're learning from each other. You oh, know? absolutely. This is fucking fantastic. Uh, <laughs> moving on. We're going to jump to 1981. Oh, I've got this thing about babies on stairs. Is that a baby on the stairs? Or babies on floors, actually. Let's talk about babies oh, on no, stairs. Oh, no, it's not. It's like a bag of oranges. It looks like a baby. <gasps> doesn't Maybe it look it's like both. a... It really... They, I, I, it's that a baby ha- bag of oranges. Doesn't it look like a, a baby on the stairs, on the floor? You know what? You're the first person to point that out. I've got this thing with babies on floors. Ever since I was a kid, no dolls could be on the floor. It really does look like a baby. That might be a baby. Or maybe they just made it to look like it's ambiguous, you know? This is the problem I have with Rush. They have the worst album covers. (laughs) 
moving pictures. Oh, meh, Joan of Arc, dogs playing poker, our logo, and we're moving them into the thing. And then on the back, it's like, oh, look, it's we're making a motion picture of the motion picture album. Really? Well, really? Who do you think that came from? It came from the guy who makes all their album covers that has done for the last, you know, since uh, fucking Caress of Steel, you know? Do you think they guided this work? No. They just let the guy do, do it. it. And, uh, you know, they've had some good album covers. Permanent Waves is great. Farewell to Kings is a great album cover. But this is like their best album ever. It's like, really? This is all you could do? I'm being a dick. I'm totally being a dick. No, it's your well, thing. I'm it's out, all good. So anyway, uh, let's... Uh, this is the last song. All right. For the podcast. I'm a little sad. We're going to have to do Because we're this. having a good time. We're going to have to do this again. <laughs> but we're going to listen to uh, Tom Sawyer. When I hear this, the drums are so tough to me. He's just so, it's tough and it's like, it's very male. You can see, like you can see that ridiculous kit. You know? (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think of that song? So when I first was hearing Rush, you know, I just couldn't listen to it because I couldn't get over getting these voices. I just couldn't. And now... Well, 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 what was that about? Like, uh, you didn't like it? No, I didn't like it at all. Uh-huh. I, uh, it was... And what, was, what, what, what about it was objectionable? I'm trying to remember, you know. Um, I guess the high pitch... Mm-hmm. I don't... Yeah. The tone, something with the tone. But now I don't hear that. See, I'm just, I'm trying to remember what I was thinking because right. I don't even hear that now. Right. Um, my ear goes to the drums, you know, wow. and the bass. You know? Wow, but, yeah. But, you know, that's what, it, it, that's what I'm listening when I hear this. This is what I, and it's, um, and the syncopation, you know. Sure, yeah. And, yeah. and, um, so, so I'm in a you know different space with that, but I, I love this for the it, for for that that tough male like thing. I do like that it's pump it pumps you. You know you. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. It's very yeah. you know. The drums are very driving. Yeah. He's very driving. And the bass. So that's what I you know that's what I hear, and his voice is there, and you know it's floating over the top. But I I don't hear what I used to hear. It's the weirdest thing. It doesn't annoy you anymore. No. Okay. No, I couldn't get past it. Yeah. I couldn't listen to it. I know, a lot of people say that about Getty. But then I you know th- but then people said to me, yes, this is a process. <laughs> You know, keep listening. <laughs> you will get over it. And they were right. It happened. I don't know when it happened. It miraculously did happen. Um, you know, maybe when I started directing my attention towards the drums and listening to that, you know, a little more and more and more, that the voice kind of just faded off over here. 
Yeah. But anyway, um, getting back cool. to the podcast. Yeah, this is really cool. Uh, Anna? Yes. Do you like prog rock? I do like prog rock. Well, it's time to wrap it up, folks. I'm your host, Matt Bergman. We got an I do like prog rock from Anna on the subject at hand. I'd like to thank my guest, Anna Maria Pena. Without her, I would have smoked a giant bag of weed and watched drone footage of Tokyo while listening to Kraftwerk. Head over to our guest links page to hear how Anna has defied the laws of space and time musically with her band Vajra. And a special thanks to you, the listener. Because as we all know, if a podcast is playing in the woods and no one's around to hear it, it sucks. 